Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Let's A Minute podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. My name is Michael Gritton. I am the the host of this lovely little podcast. And uh, if you know who I am, it is because I am the guy or one of the guys who is responsible for calling you, texting you, sending you an email, uh, all asking you to uh, get the show on the road and finish your application. So um, if you're just joining us for the first time, this podcast really is aimed at uh, answering a lot of the the asked and unasked questions of the admissions process here at Boise Bible College. Um, and also I like to interview uh, individuals who are important in the Boise Bible College life cycle. Um, and so um, today we are joined by the, uh, the academic dean, Mr. Faber. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Doing well. Um, so I have known... I've known you for, what, seven or eight years now? Probably. I think this is the first time we've had a, a sit-down, like full sit-down conversation. Yeah, I try to keep them rare. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today we're just going to ask um, kind of a couple of get-to-know-you questions so that uh, people who are listening to this have an opportunity to uh, to know who they need to know before they need to know them is my, is my goal. Um, so first of all, could you just talk to us about, um, you, this is the interview question where it's like, talk to me about yourself. Tell me your, like, what's your, what's your story? Um, specifically, the, any, any education or ministry experience that you feel like talking about? Just, just have story time real fast. Okay. Um, my education, I went to a Bible college for undergraduate and got a degree in ministry and then also got a Master of Divinity, which is a 90-hour um, master's degree at the at the graduate level from Cincinnati Christian University and then uh, while I was in school I was also preaching so I preached for five years and then I um, came here and began to teach so I don't have a lot of education in the academic arena it's all pretty much focused on ministry training which is not completely unusual in higher education as opposed to undergraduate but most of my educational um, educational experience or, or training has come through my involvement with our accrediting association. And so there I've gone to 25 years of training. I'm also an evaluator that goes out and evaluates other institutions all across the United States and Canada. Uh, I've been up to Alaska, and then also I'm on the Commission for Accreditation, Commission on Accreditation, so I'm doing my second term there. So I've had a lot of inside uh, knowledge of what goes on at various kinds of institutions of higher education. Um, really fast, I know that um, when I was in high school and I was looking at colleges, I didn't have a shadow of a clue what accreditation meant. Could you just very quickly just summarize that? Well, accreditation is two things. The primary thing is it is a, it's a process of quality assurance, making sure that institutions you know, do a good job at what they're supposed to be doing, educating. And, and accrediting associations are peer 
institutions or peer organizations where essentially we together decide what constitutes good education, then we hold each other accountable. So quality assurance is the part that really drives us at BBC. From the student perspective, the biggest thing that matters is that accreditation is usually the pipeline, the gateway to federal financial aid, and it's also a, a pathway for, uh, for a transfer of credits. And so it doesn't guarantee it. Uh, transfer of credits is not guaranteed, but those are the two things that most people are, are worried about accreditation for. So from the perspective of a high school student, accreditation is essentially it's a, a group seal of approval. Correct. And then the accredit accrediting associations, ours is the Association for Biblical Higher Education, and all accrediting associations are themselves accredited by um, a thing called CHIA, which is a semi-government agency, and that agency plus the USDE has oversight over all of the accrediting bodies. And so I was on the commission for uh, our organization last year, and we had a USDE representative sitting on, on our meeting, a representative from CHIA sitting in on our meeting. So, uh, yeah, so there's it's sort of a multi-step process of mm -hmm. making sure that you're doing what you're Many, supposed to be doing. Many-layered uh, assurance of quality. Correct. So, um, Chuck, as the academic dean, um, you're sort of the the hand that guides the direction of the academics here at the college. And so I want to bounce off of the conversation of uh, accreditation into your specific wheelhouse. Um, I'll just talk a moment to the, to the parents who are maybe concerned about the, the quality of education that their, their student will get at uh, this little niche organization known as Boise Bible College. Just talk to them for a second about the, the academic side of Boise Bible College. As far as the quality and the academics, uh, I would put ourselves up right up against just about anybody. Of course, we're not, we're not like an Ivy League school or anything like that, but uh, the quality of our education is high. We've been evaluated over and over and over again, and, and, and I'm also in charge of the whole assessment process, so we keep data uh, tracking uh, how well we're doing. Uh, the, the part that probably for me uh, matters more than that right now in, in this kind of discussion is, you know, what are you trying to achieve in your educational process? And so the thing to understand what we're trying to achieve, it kind of goes back to my training. My training is in, in ministry. And I, as the academic dean, have hired pretty much everybody that now teaches for me. I think most of the ones I've inherited have, have now retired. And I hire people who are practitioners, people who are not, you know, people who are anxious to write books or, or write papers or do research. I want people who are qualified to teach and know their stuff and can, can really talk about real life and what ministry really looks like in the, in the real world. So that's what I emphasize. And then to understand what a Bible college education is and how we create it and formulate it, in any degree you have a major, which is the area that the student most is interested in studying. But in addition to that, you have this big, broad area of general studies, which is sort of at the heart of traditional liberal arts education, which deals with getting a broad understanding of the world. And at BBC, we do that general studies piece, but we actually split that into two pieces, half of it being Bible training, biblical theological training so that as you evaluate the world and understand the world, you do it from a biblical framework. And then on the 
general studies piece, the, the broad section of liberal arts, we concentrate on all those things that deal with people. So communication, understanding cultures, understanding society, understanding philosophy, um, the communication process. Those can, so we are really highly focused on understanding people and the communication process. So that's sort of how we pull together our list of courses that make up our degrees. Mm -hmm. Something I always like to point out when I'm talking to a student is that uh, a degree at Boise Bible College is 50% uh, application, 50% people. It's so much more than, especially in ministry, but um, so much more than just knowing how to write a lesson plan. It's knowing how to, how to deal with someone in a, in a team environment, um, which leads beautifully into our uh, topic for today. Um, the, the topic of conversation uh, so far, obviously, has been the realm of academics. You're the academic dean. This is your entire, your entire thing. Um, but something that was um, that I didn't know coming into this college about that ended up being one of the more transformational aspects of it was the Waypoints program. Um, yeah, for for those who don't know Waypoints, um, and this is I'm gonna I'm gonna give the reins over to Chuck here in just a second. But the Waypoints program is really something that's unique to Boise Bible College, um, and something that I've found um, in my time my somewhat brief time as an admissions counselor is that it is something that, um, that we as a college really, uh, we, we aim to, to build those fundamentals of, of communication and relationship. And the Waypoints program for me, from my personal experience, was one of the most um, uh, guided transformational uh, experiences in my life. So Chuck, um, from your perspective, could you just talk about the Waypoints program? The, the whole idea behind the Waypoints, just the term itself actually comes from like when you use a GPS and you're trying to get your bearings, uh, a waypoint is where you stop, get your bearings, and then sort of identify where you're headed from that point on. And that's why we call it waypoints. And so at each individual level, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior at BBC, we have a specific course or event, some kind of a, like a retreat or something that is designed to get the student to sort of step aside from all the coursework that they're doing to actually stop and think about what's going on what is BBC trying to accomplish? What is the student trying to accomplish? And then sort of make a plan as to how we're going to operate. So that's really at the heart of it is the idea of getting the students to become participants in the, in the training process. And many pieces of, a lot of the pieces of this have come from just from my personal tendencies is that if, I'm an educator by, by profession, but if I have a choice between hanging out with educators or hanging out with practitioners, my preference is to hang out with practitioners. And when we developed a, a partnership with a, a very large congregation in North Idaho, we developed a, a sort of branch campus program, but they wanted their program to have a lot more of the sort of hands-on engagement process and a little bit less of the bookish training stuff. 
And so we began to develop pieces of this for that church and that program. And that's when I saw the value in, in both getting the students to sort of step aside and then beginning to work on some of the softer skills of self-understanding, understanding your learning style, understanding um, what we're trying to do with our degree programs, understanding uh, people, understanding the dynamics of people, um, all that kind of stuff. And so we've folded that into, at the, at the, it's Bible College Navigator for the freshmen, and deal, that deals with learning styles, how our degrees are constructed, and all of that. And then sophomore seminar, which deals with, again, personality inventories, and then internships, and developing a sophomore plan that maps out your next two years. Junior Summit, which is a 48-hour retreat in which we deal with the issue of what are the elements of a healthy team and when you're on a team how do you impact the team and how does the team impact you and the most important piece of all of that is you have to own how they impact you and you have to own how you impact them and that it, it's it's focused on that and then senior capstone is sort of the process by which we kind of identify what we've tried to do and what they had hoped to accomplish in their four years at BBC and what still needs to be done in the, in the next nine months. And then the big theme of that one is in three months after graduation, where are you going to be and what, what should you be doing now to prepare for that? Like I said, the, uh, that whole process that you just explained, I had no clue that it was, I was going to be going through that when I walked through the doors of the college for the first time. And then I went into Bible College Navigator and uh, we we took a test in there just for to to kind of gauge Bible knowledge, and I don't know if this is the case or not. But um, at the moment, it was like, oh, this is this is a humbling exercise. <laughs> this <laughs> is an opportunity for me to to uh, to swallow my pride. I think I got like a forty six percent on that test, and I thought I was going to do great. Um, but then through the the next four years, I mean, I still my wife and I will be, will be driving around and we'll be talking about the people in our lives. It's like, okay, do you think that person is, that person's a phlegmatic? Do you think that person's a sanguine? Uh, those of you who are listening, those are, those are terms that we use a lot in, um, sophomore seminar where you take a bunch of, like Chuck said, those, those personality inventories where you get an opportunity to, uh, take some tests to get to know yourself. Think of sort of like the, um, how gracious it's a, it's not one of those personality tests. The uh, Myers Briggs. Yeah, just anything like yeah. that. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Um, but uh, it's it's an opportunity to get to know yourself in a very um, I don't want to say sterile situation, but um, it 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 helps you to look in the mirror and to see who you are. And then Junior Summit for me was an opportunity to to realize that I'm not as good at dealing with people as I think I am. <laughs> and I need that, that knowledge of, of who other people are so that I can, I can not necessarily tailor myself, but, um, but to temper myself in a way that I can work in a team um, and not expect everyone to, to, so to speak, bend to what I find convenient. And so, and basically at the heart of all of that is emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And if emotional intelligence deals with self-awareness for the purpose of self-management and social awareness for the purpose of social management, and by social, ma social management what we're really dealing with is 
anticipating how other people are going to respond in certain situations so that you actually can meet them where you know they're going to end up being. And so that the more you understand other people, the more you know how they're going to respond, and then you can be prepared for it. And if it's a bad response, you don't take it personally because you anticipated that. That's the way yeah. they're wired. That's where they're going. And uh, so all of that is, is, to me, I didn't learn any of that stuff until mm -hmm. I was in my mid-30s. And for students to have access to this kind of information and, and awareness when they're starting their careers is a real leg up that yeah. they have that I didn't have. And man, ladies and gentlemen, that, that emotional intelligence, that is, that is a marketable skill. Absolutely. I mean, out, inside and outside the four walls of a church, that, will, that emotional intelligence, that ability to, to work with other people in a way that is productive and that is, um, you know, that works, that goes everywhere. And let me piggyback on that. This may jump ahead on what you want to talk about, but one of the things that's so important to understand is whatever you're excited about doing, and it can be welding, it can be plumbing, it can be cooking, it can be any kind of a profession, pharmaceuticals or whatever, the moment you get pulled off the front lines and are put into a place of management, whether it's mid-level, lower level or upper management, you become increasingly reliant upon the very things that BBC really emphasizes, which is communication skills and people skills. And so the, the critical thinking skills, the communication skills, and the social skills, the emotional intelligence skills become really the heartbeat of everything you're doing rather than whatever your original uh, trade or, or profession or skill set might have been. So it is a highly transferable skill set that can go to you from one career to another, from one job to another. It can go from your workplace to your home. It's, it's really a valuable set of skills. Mm -hmm. Any, yeah, the, we, we just, Russell Grove was in just a little while ago and he always talks about the, uh, the way that most, most hiring institutions, they are looking for a degree, not necessarily a major. They want to see, they want to see an associate's degree. They want to see a bachelor's degree because when you have that, you, what you're proving is that, you know, I'm a person that I can, I can finish a job. I can, I can finish a commitment. Um, and, and even more than that is the, like I said, the emotional awareness to, to, to handle people, uh, because, Gosh darn it. People are the only thing that's not going anywhere. So, um, Chuck, we're winding down. Um, I have one last, one last thing I want to kind of toss your way, which is that, um, you know, for better or worse, we are in one of the most, uh, turbulent years, uh, certainly of my life. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of people who don't really know what to do, don't know what's going on, don't know what's coming next. And the fact of the matter is that no one knows. Um, and so I want to, I want to give you an opportunity just to, to talk to our listeners who, you know, are, are working their way through this mire of confusion and uncertainty. What kind of encouragements would you give them? Well, as far as encouragement or, or guidance, what I would do if, if I was dealing with my own son or daughter, uh, trying to th wrestle through where is our things headed, the one thing I would emphasize is the importance, if, especially if you're a Christian, of having a sense of context. So understanding where we're at right now in our world in relationship to where the United States, the world has been, 
But bigger than that for a Christian is to understand the biblical context. Where are we in the ultimate story, the story of God and what God's been doing in our world? So that's the first thing is don't underestimate the importance of concentrating on trying to understand that piece of life. The second word of encouragement I would give is that whether you go to BB, uh, a Bible college or a, or a secular university, the, the thing that I would highly encourage is that you do not underestimate the value of your general studies courses, the breadth of education, because you, you really want to concentrate not just on, on what are the latest and greatest pieces of information about whatever subject you're really interested in, because that's going to be outdated in 15, 20 years. The part that wears well are the, the skills that come with communication, critical thinking, writing, understanding human nature, understanding yourself. All the general studies courses are designed sort of to, to open up your world to those kinds of things. So the, what I like to, to, to tell people is don't turn your university degree into a vocational degree, a votech degree. Concentrate on not just the things that you're interested in, but on the things that open up your world. Those are the things that are, that are going to wear really well. And your, like my training that I had for my specifically ministry skill set, sets, the books, there's nothing more irrelevant than the ministry books that I studied in the, in the 1970s. <laughs> that really didn't transfer well. I just had to grow into new skill sets there. But the core of my education, all the other sort of general studies and biblical studies, that that has held up really, really, really well. Hmm. Good stuff. Um, that is, unfortunately, all the time that we have for today's episode. So, um, Chuck, thank you for being a part of this. You're it's welcome. always a pleasure to uh, sit down and, and hear from you. Um, and to you, listener, um, thank you for being a part of this this trek with me. I invite you back to uh, next week's episode. We're going to have another uh, another guest on, so I encourage you to return for that. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless. <laughs> <laughs>